Welcome to the Midlife Chaos Podcast. I'm your host, Karen Michelle, a certified life and relationship coach, and I am so excited that you are here. The Midlife Chaos is for all of us facing midlife and wondering, how the heck did I get here? And where the flip am I going? Here we will talk about all the things that chaos brings. No topic is off the table, so join me on this adventure as we navigate the midlife chaos. Happy XX Day to all my fabulous female friends, and welcome to all others that may be listening in. I'm not sure if it's because I'm feeling some female empowerment or that I've had a slew of kids ask me lately what I'm going to be for Halloween, but I thought today would be the perfect day to give my review of the Barbie movie. I realized that that movie came with all sorts of skepticism and negativity. I know that the political parties both tried to make it something that I don't think that it was intended to be. I remember playing with Barbies when I was a kid, and I know that with the super fabulous soundtrack, it was going to be a good time. I went into it without any preconceived ideas of what the movie could be about. I just wanted to enjoy it and have a good time. I was not disappointed. Shocker, because I love all things pink and I'm all about the girl power. But it reminded me of when Eat, Pray, Love came out. Yes, I know the book is always better than the movie. And for that reason, I refused to read the book because I really just wanted to go enjoy the movie. Anyways, I did not see the man hating that the media would have you believe. I did not see any down with the patriarchy, feminism rocks messaging. I did, however, see that the real world is clearly slanted in one direction. Now, I was not raised um, thinking that women were somehow less than, that women needed to know their place or that we were strictly here to appease the men. I was raised by a very strong-headed woman, um, a little too strong in some ways, but I always knew that I could be whoever or whatever I wanted to be. I never noticed the patriarchy so strong because I wasn't looking for it. And in some ways, I was completely oblivious to it. I even had a conversation with a really close guy friend, and I brought up the patriarchy and what all that meant. And he was like, oh, there's no such thing, which told me everything I needed to know that there is most definitely a thing. He didn't see it either. But as I work with more women who are feeling oppressed or marginalized in one way or another, I can totally see how that is directly related to some level of patriarchy, whether it be in culture, religion, politics, or the workplace, which is why I love this movie so much, because I see that there is space for all. I talk a lot about inclusion, the importance of having good friends, that there is strength in sisterhood. And at my most recent retreat that I attended, we did a couple of activities that I plan on incorporating somehow with either the teens that I work with or at the retreats I host. Um, The first activity was we were put in groups of, I'm thinking three or four, and each of us took a turn. We said one thing that would make us feel safe, one thing that would make us feel loved, and one thing that would make us feel supported. I was so, so impressed with the things that ladies had come up with. Looking around the room, and of course, eavesdropping a little bit, I was so impressed that what these women shared. Not only were the women willing to be so vulnerable and actually ask for what they needed, but how willing we all were to make sure those things happened. The other activity um, that we did came at the end of the week, and we were again put in small groups of, um, there was four 
or five of us. If I'm, I think there's five of us, if I remember correctly. And we had a set time to just start listing all of the things that we were grateful for. Then each person in the group listed co- off compliments to each person. So one person stood in the middle of the circle and just like rattled, like for a minute, rattled everything that they were grateful for. And then they would turn and face each person around them and then listen to a minute of compliments. And I'm not a words of affirmation person, so this was difficult for me. <laughs> but um, it it was interesting to hear. Now, I've explained previously that this was like a totally intimate, in-depth type of event. And so the things that people noticed about each other were not the, oh, you've got really beautiful hair or your eyelashes are on point. I mean, that's nice to hear too. But it was things like, I appreciated you being vulnerable and sharing your experience of or that I noticed how you, or I compliment the way you are so willing to, like, so when I think back to the Barbie movie, it reminded me of that scene when President Barbie said, everybody turn to the Barbie next to you and tell her how much you love her, compliment her. In Barbie land, we see what it would look like if the world was built by women for women. They aren't competing against each other. They talk about that, that it's a good to balance logic with feelings. They express pride in their work without apologizing for it. Like when Barbie gets the Nobel Prize, and as she's thanking everyone for the award, she proudly says, I worked hard, I deserve it. Another lesson I learned in the movie is Barbie has a great day every day, but Ken only has a great day if Barbie looks at him. In our traditional culture, somehow, somewhere along the way, women were taught that in order to be somebody, it was directly related to who was willing to love us and validate us. Although it was super over the top, it's clearly noted that Ken is vying for Barbie's attention so bad. He's competing with all the other Kens to even get the slightest bit of attention from any of the Barbies. Isn't that exactly what women do in the real world? The Barbies are somewhat oblivious to the fact that they hold all the power in this area. And Ken eventually learns that he'll never really find love or fulfillment until he finds himself, but that doesn't come until later. So the actual crisis in the movie, or what is the catalyst for Barbie needing to go to the real world, is when Barbie has a bit of a midlife chaos, if you will. A number of instances happen, right? The waffle comes out burnt, the water in the shower is cold, and then the pinnacle Barbie's feet go flat. That evening, they are having a dance party and she says, have you ever thought about dying? Shock hits the other Barbies. So off she goes to Weird Barbie and she realizes that in order to fix this, she has to go to the real world. Well, when Barbie gets to the real world, she is shocked at how patriarchal it is. She's harassed. She's groped. She's catcalled. She's only thought of in a way as far as her appearance looks. Ken, on the other hand, is on top of the world. He is suddenly a man in a man's world. And it totally gets to Ken's head. The scene where Ken is asking to talk to a doctor while talking to an actual doctor was equally sad and hilarious. He could not fathom that this female in front of him was qualified, and that because he was a man, that he did not qualify to be a doctor. Yes, the contrast is over the top, but it clearly shows how women are treated versus men. I think this is an emotional part of the film. In the beginning, everything is fun and life is good. But when Barbie had to take a good hard look at herself, she had to confront all the self-doubt and negative self-talk. When Gloria, the character who's played by America Ferreira, tries to talk to Barbie, she reminds her that she's beautiful and smart and perfect no matter what. 
she doesn't need to be defined by a career or winning a Nobel Prize because she's amazing just as she is. She then goes into a monologue that had women cheering from their seats. (laughs) And to do this monologue any justice, I will not try to paraphrase it, but I think it's important you hear it. I'll just read it directly. And hopefully I don't step on any copyright toes. I found it on the internet. Plenty of people have shared it and recited it. And all the credit is being given to the Barbie movie. So it is literally impossible to be a woman. You are so beautiful and so smart. And it kills me that you don't think you're good enough. Like we have to always be extraordinary, but somehow we're always doing it wrong. You have to be thin, but not too thin. And you can never say you want to be thin. You have to say you want to be healthy, but also you have to be thin. You have to have money, but you can't ask for money because that's crass. You have to be a boss, but you can't be mean. You have to lead, but you can't squash other people's ideas. You're supposed to love being a mother, but don't talk about your kids all the damn time. You have to be a career woman, but also always be looking out for other people. You have to answer for men's bad behavior, which is insane. But if you point that out, you're accused of complaining. You're supposed to stay pretty for men, but not so pretty that you tempt them too much or that you threaten other women because you're supposed to be part of the sisterhood. But always stand out and always be grateful, but never forget that the system is rigged. So find a way to acknowledge that, but also always be grateful. You have to never get old, never be rude, never show off, never be selfish, never fall down, never fail, never show fear, never get out of line. It's too hard. It's too contradictory. And nobody gives you a medal or says thank you. And it turns out, in fact, that not only are you doing everything wrong, but also everything is your fault. I'm just so tired of watching myself and every single other woman tie herself into knots so that people will like us. And if all that is also true for a doll just representing women, then I don't even know. I could have stood and cheered in the theater. That monologue hit all the feels. I don't think there's a woman who does not see herself in that speech. So Barbie was trying to help Ken see that he was enough as he is. Ken hadn't founded his true self because he was always just trying to be Barbie's companion. By the time Barbie is in the real world, she understands that she was feeling similar to Ken. Barbie didn't want to be controlled. She didn't want the pressure of being perfect anymore. She wanted to feel emotion. Barbie runs into Ruth, the creator of Barbie. And Ruth asks her, what does she really want? And Barbie tells her that she wants to be a human. It's imperfection that makes humans so wonderful. Um, In the end, Barbie chooses to stay in the real world. And although it isn't perfect, it's easier to face the world when you know who you are. The idea that the movie is saying patriarchy or matriarchy are better than the other is absolutely ridiculous. It's a reckoning that neither of these ideologies make people happy. The human experience is more complicated than saying men should rule the world or women should rule the world. This is why Barbie chose to be a human rather than an idea. I love this. We are uniquely us. Each of us is created with ideas and abilities, and we're here to cheer each other on. A phrase that I've learned lately is, yes, and. Yes, you can think the way you do, and so can I. Yes, we can each bring something amazing to the table, and we can both be successful. Yes, men are necessary, and we need, and there is a place for women also. Yes, you are my competitor, and I can still cheer you on. There is a place for all of us. And the imperfections that we bring are well where real growth happens. So if you've hesitated going to see this quote-unquote woke man-hating down with the patriarchy movie, 
I challenge you, go see it. Go with an open mind. Men, if you think patriarchy is not an issue, go with the thoughts of your wife, your daughters, and maybe try to see it from their perspective. And women, if you're a feminist man-hater and are looking to be validated, maybe go in with the idea that men are necessary. That for the most part, they too are held to a high standard that they don't always feel qualified for. We, neither male or female, will ever feel true validation or self-worth if we're looking for it in a partner or a job title or even in an ideology. We will only find it when we can accept our own greatness. That what we offer is enough. And to get ahead is through love and humanity. So when I say that I'm in my Barbie era, To me, that means, well, I am, of course, here for a good time, but also I hope that I am approaching life with a little bit of curiosity, that I can be more loving and humane. I hope I notice where people are suffering and how can I help? I hope that I can be the friend you need when you just need someone to listen. I hope I am your biggest cheerleader. I hope you feel welcome in my space, not as a competitor, but as an equal or someone who I can learn and grow from. I hope that I will always have an extra seat at my table where you feel welcome, because going at this crazy life feeling alone and unseen is isolating at best. And of course, like I said, I am here for that good time, and breakout dance parties are always welcome. Thank you for listening to the Midlife Chaos. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review. I sure would appreciate that. And of course, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss a new episode. If you want to see what else we are up to, check out my Instagram at the Midlife Chaos or join our Facebook group, Midlife Chaos VIPs.